Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with HR leaders from around the world. The evolution of gender diversity strategies. There is no question that gender stereotypes influence educational choices. This can deter many girls and women from developing skills in, say, maths and science, and these decisions can later restrict their entry into certain occupations and industries that are already overrepresented by men. So leaders in male-centric industries have in many cases failed to successfully increase female representation and strengthen the pipeline of the female talent coming through. But there are many progressive organisations that are making good strides to develop integrated gender diversity strategies that attract, retain and develop female talent. As you know, greater diversity has all sorts of commercial benefits such as broadening thinking, enhancing collaboration, improving innovation outcomes and ultimately increasing profit. I'm here today with Caroline Bosch, HR Director Pacific at Honeywell, to discuss the evolution of gender diversity strategies. Welcome, Caroline. Great to have you with us today. Thanks so much for having me, Fiona. It's great to be here. Well, Caroline, first up, we'd love you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your current role at Honeywell. Oh, thank you, Fiona. Well, look, um, as you mentioned, I'm the HRD uh, for Honeywell across the Pacific, And um, look, I have a team of HRGs who work closely with our line managers in the various uh, Honeywell businesses to support and partner with them on their uh, employee and and team development and growth, while at the same time, um, you know, working hard to align our HR strategy to support the business growth and strategy. And as you sort of pointed out, in terms of um, operating within the industrial technical sector, Honeywell falls firmly into a traditional male-centric industry. The bulk of our our workforce in the Pacific are engineers. And though gender diversity is firmly on our leadership agenda, we still acknowledge that our industry is a male-dominated one. So certainly an industry dilemma. And um, I think that we all need to make steps of change. So in your experience, how can companies operating in traditionally male-centric industries, such as yours, successfully include gender diversity philosophies into their culture? Yeah, look, Fiona, I don't think that um, there's any easy answer to driving gender diversity. I think, um, you know, that traditional male-centric industry, as we've said, in my experience, one of the most important steps is uh, to ensuring that the gender diversity is part of the leadership agenda so that everybody understands the importance and the value um, that you know a balanced workplace brings to the organisation. And I don't think that you can take a short-term view. You know, it's achieving results in the area takes time, commitment from all levels of the organisation. And the organisation culture needs to be inclusive and welcoming from the start to all. I think at Honeywell, we've had sponsors in our leadership team who are owning and driving diversity as a champion, if you will, and and they're passionate about diversity and they act as ambassadors for change. So it sounds like there are diversity programs and initiatives and ambassadors But how important is it that gender diversity is really led from the top of the organisation, do you think? I think that's pivotal. I think that walking the talk is critical 
to the success of the organisational culture and its policy. I think, um, you know, across Australia and New Zealand, all Honeywell leaders are mindful of our organisational commitment to gender diversity. And I'm really happy to say that our leaders are inclusive. We've got some great examples of strong female leaders within our organisation. In fact, half of the district general managers in our largest business, um, HBS, Honeywell Building Solutions, within the Pacific are actually female, so half of that team. And our ACS leader, Cole Mahoney, is a true believer of the benefits of diversity. And through his leadership, we've seen a lot of rigour and a lot of momentum for positive change. And look, he's continually reminding his leadership team that diversity is not an HR issue, but rather a business issue. And he's holding his leaders accountable. So what advice would you give to other HR leaders who are trying to align their gender diversity strategies to business outcomes? I think HR should act as a partner to the business in aligning gender diversity strategies, but I don't think HR should own it. I think any gender strategy needs to be owned by the business with facilitation from HR. We've heard it said that one of the biggest barriers to gender diversity in male-dominated industries lies in attracting women. So what key attraction strategies have been implemented at Honeywell to meet this challenge? Look, look, Fiona, I think, unfortunately, the biggest challenge to addressing gender equality in our workplace is ingrained early on in, in schooling as early as primary school. And I think we need to work together with schools and universities to encourage girls into STEM subjects. Specifically, what Honeywell has done includes gender-neutral job descriptions and job advertisements. By changing the wording, we've seen an uptick of female applications for the roles and we've piloted various initiatives such as blind CVs, gender bias training that we've run by the Australian Diversity Council and a mentor program that we've rolled out by partnering with the Australian Mentor Centre for Diverse Talent, which has received positive feedback from mentees and mentors alike. And I think by rolling out such initiatives, it makes Honeywell an attractive option for consideration as a future employer. Oh, great to see that positive progress and uh, it sounds like that many potential candidates would be seeing Honeywell's you know, real commitment um, to gender diversity, uh, which is a really positive thing. And Caroline, last question for you today. In your opinion, what will an integrated gender diversity strategy look like in the future? Yeah, great, great question, Fiona. I think, um, look, you know, you start with a vision and then obviously the mission values and the benefit and the enablers and then you move to how you're going to get there and what actions and via what actions and measurements and that might include leadership accountability, talent pipeline, gender composition, gender inclusion culture and, and then obviously the pay equity piece is critical. Well, that about wraps it up for today. Thanks for sharing your knowledge and insights with us today, Caroline. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Fiona. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That was Caroline Bosch, HR Director Pacific at Honeywell, discussing the evolution of gender diversity strategies. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.